Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Bunch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and tonight I'm joined by two of my good buddies, my pals, my amigos, my friends, and I'm so excited to go around the table and see how their day has been. I'm going to start. With my friend to the north, Mr. Dan Rossi. How are you, man? What is going on, gentlemen? Uh, I'm good. I'm I'm fighting a little bit of a cold. I don't know if I got like a, a Disney cold. Have you ever heard of that before? Like, people, yeah, of course. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know if that's what I got, but uh, just been kind of battling it, and it wasn't sure I was going to be on tonight. But I'm just going to tough it out, and you know, if I have to blow my nose and and uh, and cough, I'll I'll make sure to mute myself so I don't uh, drive anyone nuts. Yeah, it's okay. We hope you feel better. You know, the Disney cold is a real thing whenever you come back. I feel like we always come down with something uh, on the way back. So, hope you feel better soon. But I'm super excited about introducing my next co-host. Drumroll, please. The one, the only, Mr. Joe Q. How are you, buddy? I've missed you. I know. What's going on? I've missed you guys, too. Uh, Again, life getting in the way. Uh, But I'm here tonight to record. Uh, Looking forward to it. I think Dan has spent more time in the parks than me uh, and he's in a different time zone than me and i'm down the street an hour away so dan kudos to you for being in the park yeah. so much but glad to be here tonight and uh to be recording with you guys joe can we just fix something really quickly sure dan and i was on i was on with Derek pitzer talking about some dining before you know he's over there uh in that other time zone that is not a real time zone like everything works on disney time like eastern time zone like sports are on eastern time Movies are on Eastern, like everything is on Eastern time. And these people in the central and, and time zone, they think that, you know, everyone should cater to, Ooh, we're an hour behind. And it's just not the way we're it central. works. No. We're central. Yeah. Central. central. You should see my work calendar, man. I have like my supervisors are in the Pacific time zone. My boss is in the mountain time zone and I have other colleagues in the central time zone. My calendar, I got four different time zones in my calendar. So <laughs> it's, it's bad, man. So it, I feel it, you, it brother. Tra- it drives me nuts on the East Coast. Your news comes on at 11 o'clock at night. There is no way I would ever stay up to watch the news at 11 o'clock. That's way too late, way past well, you, my bedtime. You are a grandfather, though. So, I mean, it is past <laughs> your bedtime. So. <laughs> yes. Well, just just so you know, so I was working on scheduling meeting with Derek because we were doing his scheduling some dining. It's coming up for his Walt Disney World trip. Um, if you'd like to not wake up at 6 a.m. yourself and have us do it for you, get a hold of a show at awaywithmetravel.com, and we will take Bye, care of you. Oh, it's 5 a.m. for you because you're not in a real time zone. Um, he <laughs> said, I said, uh, 7.30 tonight, my time, Disney time. He said, sure, 6.30 normal people time works. He said, yes, weird. Or I said, yes, that's a weird Narnia time. He said, Dan Rossi time. I said, like I said, weirdo time. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it all works out in the long run. Uh, well, guys, let's jump right into tonight's topic because super excited about this. Whenever we start to book Walt Disney World trips as fans, we start to look at resorts and how we choose those resorts. There's a lot of different things, everything from pools to food to the ease uh, of transportation to the parks. There's a lot that goes into choosing the perfect Walt Disney World resort for your vacation. But when you arrive, the first thing you see on vacation 
is the lobby of the resort you chose, and that can set your vacation off in a perfect way. If it is larger than life, grandiose, amazing, spectacular, and magical. And so tonight, we are going to get into the 10 best Walt Disney World resorts on property, the most awe-inspiring resorts, the ones that make you lose your breath when you walk in. And we are going to take you around Walt Disney World property, working through some of the best resorts lobbies on property. Uh, Joe, how important is a resort lobby to you? Uh, it's actually pretty important. Um, you know, first of all, if I stay at Saratoga, not as important because I rarely see the lobby. But for the average Walt Disney World guest who is staying at one of the Resort Loop hotels or a moderate hotel uh, who's doing a lot of their eating or their shopping in that resort lobby or catching the bus, it is important. It kind of like sets you up for the rest of the day. Uh, you book those resorts because you stay on property because of those um because of the theming there, you know, you're not just staying at an off property, you know, chain hotel. So it starts you off um, your day when you're catching your Disney transportation off on the right foot that you're immersed in that theming. And uh, yeah, and you finish your day when you come back from the parks uh, in that theming. So I think it's actually pretty important. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I really I think it's maybe something some people overlook is the fact that that part of their vacation, it is going to be a major starting point and any point, like you said, to their day. Um, Dan, have you ever made a determination on where you're staying. I mean, we're talking about save a penny, save a penny, you know, like uh, take a penny, take a penny, like that guy. Um, have you ever used the uh, the lobbies as a, you know, kind of bargaining chip as to where you want to stay? Uh, for sure. I mean, for as big of a uh, penny pincher as I may be, uh, you know, once we started to taste some of the deluxe and moderate resorts at Disney, uh, you kind of don't go back. Uh, you know, I love the lobbies that are kind of like the centralized gathering area for the whole resort, you know, that has a lot going on. There's a lot of hustle and bustle. There's there's lounges, there's restaurants, uh, those in like the nice, big, grandiose lobbies. Those are my favorites. So I'm I'm really excited about this. Yeah, I'm really excited again to too. Well, let's jump right in, Joe. Uh, coming in at number 10 for our best lobbies on Disney property. Uh, we're starting with a moderate resort. Uh, discover the cobblestone streets, gas lamps, wrought iron balconies, and fragrant magnolia blossoms, along with colorful Mardi Gras characters and the sound of jazz at Port Orleans French Quarter. Joe, coming in at number 10, the lobby of Port Orleans French Quarter. Why does this make our list? No, I definitely, the theming at this hotel or this resort is fantastic. I think this was probably the most popular moderate until Coronado Springs kind of came into it with its, you know, with its Grandestino Tower. But it, it immerses you right when you walk into the front entrance. It's got those glass kind of uh, glass windows. And Dan and I, you were talking about this before we started recording. You get the natural sunlight coming in. Uh, you get that that New Orleans, like, uh, you know, Bourbon Street kind of theming right from the get-go. And then when you step out of the lobby into the resort, it feels like you're walking down Bourbon Street. I've actually visited this resort before. I actually went to New Orleans for the first time. And when I'm walking down Bourbon Street in real New Orleans, I looked at my wife. And I said, this looks like, uh, you know, a Port Orleans French Quarter. So they did a pretty good job with the theming. Uh, Sassagula Water, uh, uh, Sassagula Float Works, I can never say that, uh, is mm -hmm. a great, uh, you know, food court area. It kind of like, you know, all transitions together well. Uh, I will say the theming was a little bit better. Uh, they did do a refurb a few years back and kind of like, toned it back a little bit with its Mardi Gras theme, but it still serves its purpose. It's still a great place. Uh, and it's just a great, um, it really just it takes that theme and just really runs with it right from the get-go. It's not a huge resort, but it makes it feel like a, a large resort when you're in that really well-themed uh, lobby area. I completely agree. And Joe, before we move on, I want to get Dan's opinion on, on Port Orleans French Quarter as well. You kind of, you mentioned something. I want to get your opinion on it. 
So you said they a couple years ago they kind of brought back the theming and and you know kind of brought it in a little bit. It's not so over the top, and we're starting to see that actually more and more with lobbies across Walt, across Walt Disney World property. I'm not a huge fan of that. I like the over the top theme. Like I want if I walk into French Quarter, I want it to be like I'm walking down Bourbon Street. I've never been to New Orleans. I want to experience that through the resort I'm staying in. That's maybe why I chose that resort. What's your take on the fact that Disney's kind of taking away some of these? Uh, these more, you know, these lobbies that are really over the top with the theming. Now, I understand they want to make things modern and more uh, appealing maybe to the, they're trying to maybe bring in the non-Disney person to, uh, I don't know, it's hard to explain. I, I'm not a fan of it, right? I just think that, mm-hmm. you know, they, we've seen it with the boardwalk um, with, with some of their redesign, the Grand Floridian, there's been a lot of uh, controversy with that about how they're trying to scale that back. They've done it with the uh, the food court here. Uh, I will say even with uh, Saratoga, the colors are a little more muted down for that smaller lobby there. It's happening everywhere. I understand they want to keep the the rooms a little bit more clean. Uh, that's understandable. Uh, a lot of the the it's amazing the lobbies they've gone backwards with. They really de-themed a lot. Um, it just looks more and more plain, like out of the box, but then they did a really good job with the rooms where mm-hmm. they kind of kept it clean and simple, but they still have those Disney accents in there that we all really love. So it's kind of like, it's like the scales of justice, right? One goes one way, one goes the other way. So <laughs> it's really confusing. So I really, there's been a lot of, uh, if you read a lot of blogs and look at a lot of Facebook posts and YouTube videos, uh, there's a lot of, um, traction on this about, you know, that fans aren't really happy about this. There's also been some, you know, Imagineers that, you know, aren't with the company anymore that kind of express their concern with it as well. So I'm really hoping that with a lot of the changes going on with the company now that Disney management is taking notes saying, okay, maybe we're going a little too far with this. Let's maybe get Imagineers involved again and maybe kind of start tuning it back a little bit that way. But we'll see what happens. I'm not a fan of it. I really hope they don't take it too far. You know, small changes is fine, but I that's why we love these places so much. It's why I'm the resort geek on this show, and I love it. I love these resorts. And, you know, if I want to stay in an NBC Suites, I'll stay at one off property, but I don't want it turning into, you know, your big box chain hotel. So fingers crossed that this is just small changes, but we'll see what happens. I completely agree. 100% agree. Dan, Port Orleans French Quarter coming in at number 10 of our most impressive lobbies across Walt Disney World property. Uh, do you think this is the right spot? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've never stayed here. Uh, We visited here a couple of different times. The reason we haven't stayed here is we're a family of five and they just don't have accommodations that will sleep five in any of their rooms. Uh, But whenever we've stayed at uh, over at Riverside, we've gone over. I mean, the the lobby there is incredible. I mean, just I I myself have never been to New Orleans as well, but it kind of gives you that feel like you're in like some sort of New Orleans square. It almost feels like you're outdoors while you're in the lobby. And and again, you, you can't you know, go without saying the beignets that are that are in the quick service there. I mean, the beignets are there are fantastic. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's a really cool themed uh, lobby and whole resort area. And I think it's perfect at number 10. 100 percent coming in at number nine. Experience the timeless charm of a quarter mile promenade of ex- uh, exquisite dining, unique shops and exciting nightlife. We're, of course, talking about something Joe just mentioned, the boardwalk coming in at number nine. This is one of my favorite resorts to stay at. I love the um, ability just to walk to Epcot. And whenever you walk into this lobby, uh, you know, from the outside doesn't quite look larger than life. But when you get in, they really use the space they have to tell the story of the boardwalk really well from from what uh, I enjoy. And also the view from inside of the lobby maybe has one of the better views on Disney property out of those back windows. Uh, Joe, the boardwalk coming in at number nine. Well, this is one of those resorts that they're kind of toning back a little bit. Uh, they took uh, Dundry Sundries, 
and uh, kind of turn it into a, a coffee shop with limited theming. That's kind of what we just discussed a few minutes ago. So uh, I'm hoping that the the renovations that are continuing at the boardwalk don't go to that uh, that extreme. Uh, however, it does have a lot of great accents. Those famous crazy chairs that are kind of lined the fireplace that everybody kind of photographs the, the freaky looking chairs uh those are in the lobby with the, with the carousel in the lobby as well a lot of really cool accents the color scheming is great uh gives you that turn of the century kind of jersey shore long island uh kind of like beach kind of theme uh and i also love the way it's a great entrance walking in with all the flags as you walk in through the double doors there you make a right to go towards the boardwalk in you go towards the left you head towards the the villa section you've got that back patio uh you know facing out the back it seems that is where every ddp family meetup seems to be happening mm -hmm. over the last two years is on that on that green back there so it's a un it's it's not your typical lobby per se because a lot of the restaurants and the shops are outdoors uh but it's it's a really cool vibe it's somewhere it feels like home that's the first place that jen and i ever stayed was at the boardwalk as dvc members so it has a little bit of and plus we had our great trip last year and it's got a lot of uh, uh some symbolism to me like a lot of uh you know memories that were built there and it's uh, it, it's it's a good lobby it's it's solid uh and it sits well at number nine yeah no i i 100 agree i do love the fact that you go in and you know they they have especially in in at Christmas time. You know you can go and you can see uh, the Christmas decorations there. I think are, are really impressive for what they have for that space. They do a really really nice job. I love this resort. So maybe like you said, Joe, I've created a lot of great memories here, both with DDP family and my own personal family. And I think that maybe helps this lobby a little bit more, just for the fact that it I, it does have a nostalgic kind of place in my heart that I do enjoy this this resort itself a lot. So I think it does bump up the lobby for me, um, maybe into our top 10, uh, that maybe it wouldn't have if I had never stayed here before. So uh, coming in at number nine, the boardwalk. Dan, um, um, you've stayed here. You, uh, I yep. believe you've stayed here. Uh, yep. Where does you think the boardwalk, uh, why is that lobby on our list of top 10? Uh, you know what? I, I mean, Joe covered a lot. I mean, from the carousel, those those creepy chairs, I thought I read somewhere that they're actually named. I thought they were named Paul and Todd. I don't know if that's right or not, but I thought I read somewhere that they actually have names, uh, which is even makes them even weirder, in my opinion. I, can um, we name our own? Hold on. <laughs> can we name our own chairs in our in our house? Sure. For sure. What's your, what's your chair's name you're sitting there right now? I don't know. I haven't thought uh, about it. name's Rick because it's Rick? hugging me <laughs> and it's comfortable and it's loving. Right. <laughs> that's Larry. It's a lazy Larry. boy chair, so I don't Larry. know. It's Larry. I like. I'm really mad about this chair, though. So the um, the the reclining aspect of my it's a lazy boy uh, office chair. It it doesn't work. It's only like a year old. So like I can't look. I can't doesn't recline. Go back. Can't hmm. recline. See, I have one like too. The lazy boy as well. Surprised. Mine's been pretty good. I've had it for a couple of years. Did you click that thing wound, on the side? No. I think it's salt in the wound. I think it's right? operator. It's operator error. I think it's operator. <laughs> Either that or it's saying your posture's terrible. We're not allowing you to to lean back. Um, yeah, I mean the boardwalk's fantastic. I think coming in at number nine, right where it needs to be. Joe, I'm gonna come to you first, and then I'm going to come to you, Dan, for our next one first because I know you have stayed there before. Uh, coming in at number eight. This is actually a resort I've never stayed at. I have stayed at Sister Resort right next door, but I've never stayed at this resort. I have visited it many times, and it is such an elegant, elegant place that you can go and experience. Relax in the inviting elegance of a plush lobby replete with nautical touches. Explore the whimsical Stormlong Bay and rent a variety of watercraft from the Bayside Marina. And I, of course, am talking about at number eight, 
Disney's Yacht Club Resort. Joe, this is, uh, I mean, if you were just to walk in the lobby, this screams elegance. Yeah, this is the resort, believe it or not. I haven't stayed at Riviera yet. I haven't stayed at a couple other resorts. Um, but this is one I haven't stayed at, and Jen and I keep talking about it. Um, it's the little underdog to the beach club. Everybody everybody loves the beach club. Everybody loves to be at the beach. They, they love to be in the tropical weather. Everybody's on vacation. But the Yacht Club, it's got that different feel. You walk in, it's got the dark woods. It's got that beautiful globe inside the center of the lobby. The, the color patterns with the dark blues and the reds, it's different. You know, we're used to seeing the beachy kind of themes at a lot of the hotels, but this is different. It's elegant. It's a different kind of elegance than the Grand Floridian. It's not a snobby elegance. I know people say the Grand is kind of snobby. This isn't snobby. It's got a very comforting, warming, like I'm staying at a deluxe resort kind of uh, an intimate elegance. And uh, I really want to stay there. This is one that Jen and I keep kind of talking about that we want to at least like book one night. And we haven't gotten there yet, but I'm definitely excited about it. We always make it our business to try to head over to the Yacht Club, just kind of pass through the lobby. And uh, yeah, it's 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 perfect where it's at, uh, at number uh, eight. But uh, I'm glad it made our list because it's one of my favorites. You know what's funny about this resort? I don't know if you know this or not, Joe, but when you walk in the lobby of Yacht Club, it has a fan pointing up instead of up in the ceiling. Interesting. Did you know this? I did not and know this. what it does is, so when you enter the lobby, it pops your polo collar so you fit right in oh <laughs> like that's right like you're at a yacht club and so that oh. way you have your boat shoes and your short um khaki shorts on and then the only last thing to do is to pop your polo collar you have um, in your vine shirt your hey dude shoes that's your, it yeah i'm halfway oh, there i mean <laughs> <laughs> uh D dan this is such a i mean like joe said from the woods like the the flooring the the deep natural tones i mean it is just a gorgeous lobby and like you said it really is the kind of the little brother to beach club i never thought of it like that because whenever we go over there it's like oh we're just gonna go to beach club like i don't even give yacht club a second thought and it has these same amenities the same exact sure. amenities so yacht club coming in at number eight on our list yeah i mean so for my family like we this I think this is our favorite resort. Whether it's the Yacht or Beach Club again, they're they're almost kind of like one and the same. But the reason I think we lean more towards the Yacht Club and 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 this is on Jen is when Kate May had their 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 all you can eat crab legs, she could not stand the smell walking by over at Kate May. So she like she did not want to stay there because she did not want to smell those crab legs, you know, every night walking through that lobby or you know walking by. Um but yeah, like love the lobby, all the all the nautical theming. I love, and I don't know if, I, if I'm saying this right, but the captain that they have in the lobby there, you can take a picture with him. Uh, he's all dressed in dressed to the nines. Uh, you know the the globe that's in the in in there, and they also have a bunch of like different like ships like on display uh, behind glass that you could take a look at too. So the boys absolutely love this resort. And then with Storm Along Bay, it just uh, it's a no brainer. Why do they say dressed to the nines? I have no idea. I just where does that though. come from? I don't know. Like you would think, why not dress to the tens? Because if we do things on a scale of ten, most of the time, I might like dress to the nines. Google. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to look this up. Um, yeah, it, it's great. You know what's funny? I'm going to go ahead and ruin. I'm going to take one of the resorts off our list. Yacht Club on the list number eight. Beach Club does not make an appearance on our top ten. So I think that says something. You kind of said the little brother Joe of Beach Club. It says something that Yacht Club is there and Beach Club's not. A little bit different like i said there's a lot of similar theming with beach club great resort and we're not knocking the resort when it's not on the list it's just there's something different and unique about yacht club versus beach club yeah and also i did not know the kate may cafe had all you could eat crab legs at one point i had no idea 
That, that's like a Myrtle Beach thing when I used to live in yeah. Myrtle. And you see the big <laughs> flashing signs like $29.99, all you can eat, <laughs> seafood buffet. And I remember my family when I was little, we'd all go. And that was like our big meal going to Myrtle. Uh, it was going going to do that. So um, You know what's great about that, Justin, is that like you have such history down in Myrtle. And Mike is just starting to experience that. I know. I know. And I, <laughs> I love it because he's starting to get out and about and like see the city a little bit. And the thing is, is like when they moved down last year, Joe, I think they were just starting to to kind of get settled in. You know what I mean? Because they moved. Mm-hmm. They didn't really have a summer in Myrtle yet. Like, he, you know what I mean? Like, he, he was still settling into the house, getting things, you know, kind of going. Kids are getting ready to go to school. You know, he's getting a job, all that kind of stuff. Now, rolling into summer, they're settled in. Like, have you noticed recently that they, like, it's just a random Tuesday and Mike's like, Laura and I are at the beach. And I'm like, I love this. So you just took the words out of my mouth. If anybody, any of our DDP family is not Facebook friends with Mike, uh, friend him. He and Laura always have great pictures, like random nights. (laughs) They're taking a golf cart out and they're taking sunset photos of Mike. I, I live in a tropical place too. Why am I not doing this? You know, yeah. they are literally embracing it. And I absolutely love it. And like I said, I have a lot of history too at Myrtle. Like my best friend went to college there at Coastal. I had my bachelor party there. Many rounds of golf played in Myrtle Beach. So I'm excited that they are embracing the Southern lifestyle. That's for sure. All right. Right now, as soon as we get done recording the show, we're going to do a group text and we're going to plan sometime maybe towards the end of summer. And we're all going to go stay with Mike and do a weekend on the <laughs> golf course. I like and- it. Go out to Crocodile Rocks and uh, Broadway and all that good stuff. We'll get a limo. It'll be it'll be a trip. We'll have a great time. So. Yeah, that sounds like fun. I like it. It's Mike's kinda, Mike's we'll, lobby we'll, we'll is going to be number one in our hearts that entire weekend. So. <laughs> and and then we can get two shots for for all of us though, right? Yeah, yeah, you can split them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you can do um, three shots split five ways. Fantastic. Sure. Um, moving along, movie number seven. Dan, coming to you first. This one, whenever you first said this, I was a bit perplexed because I remember this lobby and I was not a fan of this lobby and uh, I bit taken off. And then I thought, oh, you know what? I kind of make sense because I know for a fact that uh, the newest part of this resort maybe has one of the most impressive lobbies on property. And I am talking about another moderate resort on our list. And that is Coronado Springs. But I'm not heading over to the main lobby. I am heading to the brand new, the beautiful Grand Destino Tower. If you have not entered this lobby, it is unbelievably impressive. For sure. I mean, I probably wouldn't have gone there if I didn't, uh, if I wasn't, I don't want to say forced, but if I wasn't set to go there when I was uh, with Away With Me Travel in December, they, they put us up in Grand Destino Tower and I didn't think twice of it. And this lobby is absolutely gorgeous. I, I mean, I'm almost angry that it's at number seven. I almost think it should be higher on our list just because that that lobby is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, you know, great picturesque, you know, scenes there where you could take, you know, I think for like wedding photography and stuff like that, there's so many great areas there that you could take pictures. You got the Walton Dahlia mural that's on the wall downstairs. You have the Barcelona Lounge, uh, the Cafe Bonbon, which is one of my favorite like morning drinks down there at the lounge. Um, I mean, it is absolutely the, the like floor to ceiling windows where you could see out the back. Uh, you could look out onto the lake and into the grassy area there at Coronado. I mean, this is definitely one of my favorite, favorite lobbies at Disney. Joe, is this the most opulent? I mean, we, we're not we're not rating opulent lobbies on Disney property. We're rating 
rating the best lobbies on Disney property. Is this the most opulent lobby on I, Disney property? I, yeah, I, I believe so. And I think that the this doesn't rank higher to list mainly because of probably sentimental factors. You'll see the next couple selections that come forward. We probably have a little bit more sentimental value. And that's why those will rank higher than this one. But this is absolutely amazing. This is a lobby that if you were to bring a first timer to Walt Disney World, you'd be proud to show them this lobby. You'd be like, yeah, this is what a Disney resort is about. Um, what I just talked about maybe 20 minutes ago in regards to the D theming, this is the complete opposite. The Imagineers nailed this. Dan and I talked about this on a recent episode of Split Stays. I mean, the amount of detail floor to ceiling in this lobby is absolutely amazing. How they used every bit of space, the grand staircases, the the, the Barcelona Lounge tucked down below. It, it goes, you know, it, the doors that open it back up to the uh, to the grassy area to where the lake is. It's absolutely an amazing uh, lobby. It's it's very comfortable. It's very professional. Obviously, it caters also not just towards families, but also towards the business traveler. Uh, it's definitely a place that will be very comfortable for business travelers to have their conventions and meetings at, and it hits all the spots. So, yeah, I think it doesn't rank higher, Dan, because of maybe some sentimental value, but it's definitely one of the more impressive floor-to-ceiling uh, lobbies on our list in all of Walt Disney World, that's for sure. I'll never forget when I first walked in here. I mean, because you, you, you get used to Disney lobbies, you know, like they, they're kind of – I don't want to say they're all the same. Like there are some, and we're going to get to some that are just – the, the, they're second to none. There's a reason that we haven't talked about them yet. But you walk into most lobbies, and there's the concierge, and there's guest services. This is one of those lobbies you walk into, and your eyes don't go straight to guest services. Your eyes don't go straight to concierge. There is so much to see. It's so over the top. Um, the lighting, the 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 way the floors are bright and and crisp, and it's just I. I love this. I love this lobby. But here's the thing. This I want to get to this real quick. Just because we put these where they are doesn't mean they're for everyone. I mean, Joe, it's one of those things where some people may not want, you know, if you have a bunch of young kids, you may not want to stay in a place like Grand Estino Tower that is extremely opulent. You know, there's extremely yeah. over the top, um, you know, with glass faces or bosses um you know all that kind of stuff sitting around with new flower arrangements in them and uh, this may not be for everyone and so that's why i love that there are other ones on our list that kind of give you that traditional disney lobby but still are very very impressive no i mean you're definitely right and look i'm a prime example of like i don't i like a lot of things that most people don't about resorts so that definitely plays into everything i even use my family as an example my brother and his wife and kids they vacation completely different than Jen and I do. So, yeah, I mean, we would love a lobby like that. They're more into the moderates or the values. They want the big characters my nephew loves. So, yeah, it's not for everybody, but how we're ranking them, this definitely ranks, uh, as you say, opulent. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. Cool, coolest, coolest elevators on property. Yeah, tell us about that's it. That's right. So, so when you go, like they have a bank of six elevators. And I've I haven't seen this anywhere else before. But we, what you do is there is a huge screen right by the elevators, and you basically put what floor you're going to, and then from there the screen will tell you which elevator you're going to go to. So of the six, it'll tell you which elevator you go to, and then like once you get inside the elevator, there are no buttons in the elevator. So you just go to that elevator when that ele elevator opens, you go in, and it'll take you to whatever floor you asked it to. So I mean, again, it's it's really cool. It's it, incredibly efficient. Like I've I've every time I've stayed there, I've never had any issues. And, uh, you know, the elevators move pretty quick. So, again, it's just kind of a cool thing there I like. Only time I've ever seen that is in Vegas. Um, they have they have something like that in Vegas. Yeah. 
Yep. Uh, I can't remember if it was the Cosmo or the Aria. One of those hotels, I believe, is is where I saw that. I, I would say it's the Aria because I just stayed there like last year, and they have the similar kind of thing. So I love the Aria. Like I love. Is that not? That's one of the best hotel. That's one of the most underrated hotels on the Vegas Strip. It's good. I, listen, Jen and I are big fans of the Win. Um, okay. For many yeah. Reasons, but but no, I did stay at the Aria Suites uh, when I went out there last year for a golf trip, and it, it is really nice. It's kind of. It doesn't get. It's. It doesn't get the. You know, it's, it's not the Bellagio. It doesn't get. It's. It's a great resort, put it that way. You're right. Well, the Cosmo is really nice, too. Uh, have you ever stayed at the Cosmopolitan? No, I just kind of bounced over there, just kind of check it out because it's right next door. So Yeah, yeah. And you can see the fountains and everything. So uh, super cool from there. The Cosmopolitan is one of the only hotels on Las Vegas Strip, looking out talking about other hotels, um, that has balconies. Oh, I never realized that. Yeah, so you can be on the 60th floor and sit on your balcony and watch the you – can, you can get one of the rooms that overlooks the Bellagio Fountains, sit, in, sit on your balcony and, and look out over the thing. I don't know how smart that is. But they do have balconies. So, That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move on. We're moving on to number six on our list. Enchantment awaits you at a resort hotel that's inspired by Europe and imagined by Disney. Here you can delight in exhilarating activities, delectable dining, and stylish accommodations. From cozy tower studios to spacious villas, up to three bedrooms. We are talking about the newest DVC resort, and that is the stunning Riviera Resort. Uh, Joe. Once again, we're talking top of the line. We're talking beautiful. We're talking transporting you in a Disney fashion to a European villa. It's unbelievably beautiful. They did a lot with this resort in a really small space, if you think about it. The amount of buildings that they kind of took away from Caribbean Beach to build this resort. Right when you pull in, even at the guard shack pulling right in, when you roll right up to the front entrance with the the double R's on the ground, uh, as you walk in, the the main kind of circular lobby area with the, the accents hanging from the ceiling with the, with the couches there, you, you have the front desk area as well as you have La Petite cafe right there. And I think I believe it was a Sunday's drop right there. Everything kind of flows in perfectly. It just fits in. Nothing sticks out. Um, for example, there's nothing like, for example, in the contemporary where they have kind of shops that kind of stick out. They really don't like blending together. Everything mm-hmm. blends in seamlessly in this resort. It's elegant. It's nice. It's new. It's, it really, it's like a mini, and it kind of, this is what they described. It's kind of like a mini Grand Floridian. It's the Grand Floridian of Epcot. And it's it's a great lobby. I love the way it's multi-level. So you can kind of walk down the stairs. There's another level underneath. It could get a little, get a little turned around in it. I've gotten lost a few times in there trying to find, uh, you know, where I needed to go. But it's a really cool resort. You have to stay there. It's on my list. Hopefully I get there one of these days. But uh, I really like it. I know it is Riley's favorite resort, right? Because of the R's. Uh, she loves yep. it. You spent a lot Ooh, of money in that gift shop there. Money. So. Too much money, Joe. <laughs> But um, yes, I know we have a lot of our DDP family that stayed there, that it's their home resort. They love it. And uh, yeah, I believe it's uh, it's definitely uh, well-deserved in, uh, in at number six. This is a lobby I see a lot of because it houses, this resort houses our fav- brand new favorite uh, restaurant on property, and that's Topolino's. And you, of course, go through the lobby to access Topolino's. And you can't help but be, be taken aback a little bit. And here's what I, here's what I say. This lobby... Really, we could have taken Coronado and Riviera and flipped them either way. I think they're six, seven. They're right in there. You know, they're kind of one and the same. This lobby, when you first walk in, yes, it's beautiful. Um, Coronado's probably more over the top, um, opulence wise. I mean, this one's very, very beautiful. But if you go explore, I love the fact that if you walk downstairs, they have the posters on the wall um, of you know all the all the Disney and French and all that kind of stuff. Like it's it's absolutely stunning. Dan uh, Riviera is. Really, really just an incredible, incredible resort. 
Yep. Love this resort. We actually stayed not French, I guess. I, I don't, you know, yeah. a little bit like a French, a French, a little bit of both, you know, yeah, a little bit of both. Uh, but we stayed here last summer, uh, before the DDT, DDP, uh, cruise and absolutely love this resort. Uh, I mean, the, the, like I said, the lobby, it's not overwhelming cause it's not like some grandiose entrance, you know, it's kind of like one story when you first walk in, but again, those, those double R's, those double R's are everywhere. They put them on, they put a stamp on the, the old fashioned up at, at Topolino's so cool. they're, they're, they're on, they're on the toilet paper in the bathroom. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, it's like, it's very bougie. Uh, you know, but it, again, it's really cool. Lo- love the La, P- uh, La Petite uh, Cafe. The drinks in there are really good. Jen loves hanging out in the Voyager's Lounge, which is right next door. It's like a quiet area where she could just kind of read her book. And then, you know, it does have some larger windows in the, out the back where you can kind of see out the back where you kind of like they have a lot of the, the, the lawn games and stuff like that that kind of lead out courts. to the pool. Yeah. I mean, it's really cool. Love this resort. Joe, I, this is so now we've talked two resorts. I haven't said I thought I, I thought there was only one, but there's two. Haven't stayed at Yacht Club, and I've not stayed at Riviera yet. I've spent a lot of time there. This is way up on my list, too, man. Yeah, I mean, I I, I got to try it because it's been around long enough now where I should be able to get a room somewhere at some time, especially as a local, just to try it out for a little bit. Uh, just to say, listen, I've stayed there. I've tried it. I think it'd be a great experience to just I've, to take the uh, the Skyliner back from like Epcot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you can kind of do that with, with Pop Century as well, but I think it would be a great place for a nice, quiet getaway. Uh, if you're with your spouse or your partner, uh, have a nice dinner. Go ahead, go up to Topolino's at the top. Have a great dinner up there, which that is a very underrated view. I know we always talk about California Grill and top of the world uh, for lounges, but up there, they did a, a fantastic job with the amount of glass in the windows at Topolino's. You can see the fireworks at Epcot perfectly. Sometimes you get lucky, you see the studio's fireworks as well. It's just That's a really underrated spot. And I'm glad that Topolino's getting a lot of love because it's a really good restaurant as well. Oh, 100%. Uh, love this love this resort. Love this lobby. Let's move into our top five because now we're getting into probably the ones that everyone's been waiting for. Coming in at number five, uh, you know, Riviera was, was open December the 16th of 2019. Let's get in our time machine and go back 48 years. 48 years to October the 1st, 1971, when the amazing state-of-the-art contemporary resort was opened. And Joe, you said it perfectly. What is the true lobby, the contemporary? Uh, it's the Grand Canyon Concourse on the fourth floor. But I will say this, Justin, it, it kind of ranks higher list because you're getting two lobbies for the price of one. You're getting the Grand Canyon Concourse on the fourth floor, but you're also getting the lobby downstairs, which is the main lobby where you check in on the first floor. So you're getting two for one. Uh, Disney's flagship resort until 1988, until the Grand Floridian opened. Uh, where else do you get a monorail traveling through, even though it's it's old technology, I guess, per se, right? You still don't see that in many places anymore. It's it's the it's one of the most we all of us here we've been to Disney hundreds of times, and you know we all stop and look up when that monorail kind of cruises right by, uh, you know, five levels above us. So it's a really cool resort. It's got some flaws. It does. Uh, I just said that Fantasia gift shop in the middle of the Grand Canyon concourse is absolutely dreadful. Uh, it's just it needs to be removed. It's like my pet peeve of resorts is the worst gift shop on property. Uh, but this resort, besides you know the monorail coming through, it's getting a lot of nostalgia points. Um, yeah, I mean, and you're getting, like I said, with the new renovation downstairs in the downstairs lobby, you're getting a lot of that retro uh, 1971's artwork, a lot of the pictures of when they were doing the construction of the Magic Kingdom, construction of uh, the contemporary. So that's kind of bumping it up on uh, its ranking as well. So, yes, it has its flaws. It has its cracks. But she still is amazing. I love her. And, uh, yeah, so that's where she stands at number five. 
There's nothing better than sitting there and watching a monorail come through. It will not get old, Joe. It will never get old nope. if you're a Disney fan, knowing that that is a part of that resort. Also, can I go ahead and say, it is the best-smelling lobby on Disney property. Absolutely. And it's Absolutely. not even close. Absolutely. Not even close. Dan, the contemporary coming in at number five on our list. Yeah, uh, this is actually one resort I've never stayed at. I've been to numerous times, though, just kind of walking through, going to eat, you know, love. FaceTiming uh, people. Um, FaceTiming people from the yeah. Outer Rim uh, and then and then getting, like, blocked. Well, and, hold on. Let's get know. Joe's opinion really quickly before you get into your... Joe. <laughs> yes. The other day, Kat and I are hanging out. We're recording the news. Phone rings. It's FaceTime. Not a text. Not a call. Just FaceTime from Dan. Then a FaceTime from Jacob. Then a FaceTime from Jamie. Joe, is a FaceTime okay just without any warning, or is it a bit invasive of your personal space? I'm actually going to say I think it's a little bit invasive. Uh, we yes. do this. We do this at my job where we will send a message saying, "Hey, you good for a call?" We use our Microsoft Teams a lot. FaceTime because if you're not in the right frame of mind or in the right situation, you have to send the voicemail or decline the call, which could be considered a little rude. So I would agree. You need to maybe give a little bit of a heads up. Um, well, yeah. now in our defense, like Justin knew we were down in Disney away with me travel. We were all kind of hanging out. We were at hoop de doo that night. And uh, now he's just bragging. You know, I know, so right? he, oh. And then, and then on top of that, we were, we were probably, uh, you know, our, our judgment may have been slightly impaired at that point. You know, so our decision making in a skills were probably not a hundred percent at that point, but you know, it was fine. You know, we were we weren't we weren't disappointed that he, you know, he wouldn't answer. We figured at some point we would talk to him. Joe, and we next did. time you don't answer my text, I'll just come knock on your bedroom window. Okay. It's about the same <laughs> about the same idea. So uh Dan the contemporary. Sorry to cut you off there to get yeah, I wanted to get Joe's no, opinion though. No, again, I, I I really do like this resort. This is not a resort that Jen likes. She doesn't like the the modern theming. So we've never stayed here. But again, just like, you know, being able to stay in one of those rooms that the, the monorail is going through, even though it's older technology, like Joe said, it's still really cool, especially if that's the first time you've been in there. The My one complaint, though, was uh, California Grill. They no longer have the lounge up there. I didn't even know that until we were there this last week. They said that they pulled it out and they just like put in more tables for the yeah. restaurant. So that was super disappointing. But again, it, it's a really cool resort. The Outer Rim's awesome. Love Chef Mickey's. Uh, you know, it's definitely a must do for, you know, your first time Disney uh, fans and, you know, being able to see all those characters. But again, I think it's perfect at number five. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. And it's funny you said that. You said Jen doesn't like kind of the futuristic modern aspect of the resort. And yet it's the oldest, res- you know, it's t- tied with the oldest resort on Disney property, which I think really really kind of says something that they could build something in 1971 that would stand the test of time in 2023 that would still hold up to a modern look and a modern style. That's, that's really impressive. Sure. I think that's, I think that's one reason we see this resort, you know, where it is, is because when you walk into the Grand Canyon Concourse, when you walk into the lobby, you do have a feel that even though this resort is now uh, over 50 years old, it's still something from the future that you're walking into. Yep. Unbelievable. Uh, well, let's move on. I, I'll never forget as a kid, and I've told the story many times, riding the monorail and thinking, I'll never stay at some of these places. And and the next one coming in at number four is absolutely one of the best resorts on Disney property when we talk lobbies. Um, I'll never forget the first time I entered this lobby. 
uh, as a guest when I stayed there for the first time. And it took my breath away, literally and figuratively, because it was really overpowering with the smell because of the, I think it was Basin store that sits there. Um, but also, uh, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's, like you said, Joe, the flagship of the Walt Disney Company, as far as Walt Disney World goes with the resorts. I'm at number four, the lobby of the Grand Floridian, Joe. Yeah, I mean, it's it's everything you expect a, a flagship resort to be. It's been around for a really long time, since uh, late 1988. Uh, I mean, look, some of the most famous, uh, some of my favorite episodes of Full House were filmed there, right? You know what I'm saying? Where Uncle Jesse and uh, and all of them stayed at the at the Grand Floridian right. uh, during their vacation. Uh, it just speaks elegance. It's something that Jen and I love. Um I mean, the, the giant birdhouse in the middle, the birdhouse elevator, the the grand piano. I know the orchestra used to be there. I know it's not there anymore, but to me, it still holds a lot of memories. Um, it just, when you walked in from that, there's nothing better than walking off that monorail, seeing that nice GF uh, on the ground uh, in like the, in the shiny marble and those, those doors open, you smell like, you know, the basin shop and um, you just hear like that piano just echoing through and it's just the smell. It's just, it's wonderful. Um, I know it's in the middle of a refurb right now. So I'm really hoping that uh, it kind of keeps its, its elegance, you know, it's a classic, uh, but it's, it's, yeah, it's one of those lobbies. It's great. It's got a lot of great shops. Everything is right there. Some of the it houses, one of the best restaurants in the state of Florida mm-hmm. uh, with Vic- Victoria and Alberts. Um, so I mean, everything you want in a resort is right in that lobby. Uh, concierge level, multiple restaurants, shops, uh, a great bar now. Um, um, why is it a uh, enchanted uh, rose? Yeah. Fantastic um, lounge. I mean, I, yeah. yeah, it's fa- fantastic. Yep. So, uh, yeah, everything you want is there. Can, I mean, it's 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 a classic. Can I give you something about this resort that or about this lobby that gets me every time? It's here. <laughs> this is going to sound so silly. It's the staircase. It's the way the staircase is positioned, kind of in the middle of the lobby, off to the side. But it sits right across from the elevators, and they didn't just put in regular elevators. The elevators are ornate and beautiful, and they they fit perfectly into the theming. And then the staircase is so wide. You know, I don't think you see that in a ton of Walt Disney World properties. It reminds you of just, you know, whenever you'd watch, I'm going to go way, I'm going to go way back, all right? You want watch like Gone with the Wind, or you watch like these these movies where they have these old elegant homes and they always had this grand staircase when you entered in. And this resort has that. I mean, it's the staircase for me is beautiful. I mean, beautiful. You want a great picture spot? Go stand on the staircase. I think it's absolutely stunning. I know that sounds silly, but for me, that's one of those things where you're like, wow, I mean, (laughs) this is beautiful. And then, like you said, the fact that you have the piano player at Christmas, the Christmas tree and the gingerbread house and, Every I, th- I think, Joe, it's one of those things, too, where the fact that everything is in one central area in this lobby, you don't have to leave to go somewhere to get to something. It's right here is what makes it so high on the list. I, I really do. It it does it better than any other resort. Like there's the amount of restaurants, even the quick service is kind of connected to it. Everything you want is right there. I mean, you really don't have to go anywhere. And if you splurge and get concierge level and stay in that building, I mean, you really don't have to leave the building to go anywhere unless you want to go to the pool. So it's 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 all a one. It's got everything you need, and uh, it's that's why it's tops on our list. Dan, there's nothing better than getting off that monorail and walking in to that that second floor of that lobby, and just you have this overlook over the entire area, and it's beautiful. 
Yep. I mean, we've stayed here one time. It was just only for a couple of nights. Uh, we kind of added it on to our trip. I mean, this is, I, I mentioned bougie when I was talking about the Riviera. This is, this is definitely bougie. I mean, it's, it's a little more high class uh, than, than what Dan Rossi's all about, but again, it, it's gorgeous. Like the Victorian architecture in there, uh, like all the marble, like the, all the Disney characters that are in the marble flooring is kind of cool. I don't know if you've kind of walked around and kind of look for all the different, like they have the Fab Five, I think Tink and Peter Pan, all kinds. I think Cinderella's in there too. I mean, there's there's a bunch of them. So, I mean, that's cool. Love Enchanted Rose. Just went there last week uh, with a bunch of DDP uh, folks. That was a great time. And then just like like Joe said, having all those restaurants just kind of like flanked off to the off that lobby it's 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 a really great resort it's it's a little bougie for me but again it's it's a beautiful resort um listen it's, it's nothing a good pair of flip-flops and uh, a collared <laughs> shirt will take care of we so. talked about your flip-flops the other the other day on a show joe we were talking about um yep. you're the only person that has you have fancy flip-flops i got yes. fancy flip-flops yes yeah, you got the dress up flip-flops and then pairs. regular flip-flops Correct. Yes. And then, you got to have multiple pairs. Yeah. So I, I love that about you. Um, that is I one thing it. about the grand floor. I think these people have this idea in their head that, oh, if I stay there, I've got to be like dressed up all the time. Like you can be in swim trunks and a t-shirt and sandals and you're fine. Yeah. It's the same etiquette as really any other resort. It's like just, you know, just be, kind of behave yourself. <laughs> like anywhere <laughs> else. I think you see a lot of, I think you see a lot of older guests at the Grand Floridian compared to some of the other. I, in, here's here's the difference. I think that now that we have Riviera, Grand Casino Tower, you know, like some of these newer resorts that are high end, maybe even younger families are going that way um, instead of staying at, at Grand Floridian. But, I mean, it's fine. I wear, I wear T-shirt and shorts every time I'm in there. You know, it's, it's no big deal. Well, I've been over to the Four Seasons over at Golden Oak, and that feels very fancy Does it? compared to the Grand Floridian. Oh my God! Yeah, I've never been it's, over there. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's it's extremely. You go over beautiful. there and get massages, is, don't you? No, no, no. That's uh, <laughs> over at the Hyatt Regency. Oh, okay, gotcha. But I had a fr- I had a friend that was at a conference over there, so I got to actually get in there and and meet up with him and pick him up. And that is a beautiful resort. <laughs> Quasi intimidating. So the yeah. Grand Floridian is not even on the same level. I'm so glad he's at the Hyatt Regency and not like, no, 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 that's at Motel Six. <laughs> 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 All right, <laughs> moving, <laughs> moving on uh, to number three. This resort, <laughs> once again, the OG, one of the OGs, one of the originals, right there on the monorail loop. You can't miss it. When you walk in, you're transported to to uh, Polynesian culture down there. And it is unbelievably beautiful. And I, of course, I'm talking about the poly. It's been modified over the years. Things have changed. But it still is coming in at number three on our list. Joe, the poly is really an incredible, incredible place. The number one thing about Disney's Polynesian Village Resort Lobby is next time you go there, and I'm sure a lot of our DDP family knows this, but just walk straight in and look straight out. They lined up Cinderella's castle absolutely perfect through those back doors. And to me, that just says, hi, I'm in Walt Disney World right now. It might not be the most fancy lobby. It may be showing its age a little bit. Yes, back in the day when the giant waterfall was there, that was the poly at its peak. Mm-hmm, I agree. I kind of missed that. I know I know that they had, listen, you had to make, listen, they had to make more seating. The, the water fountain and uh, water features were a lot of maintenance. It, it, it was old, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, the fact that you could just look straight through 
and see Cinderella's castle in in the distances. And they, and the fact that they haven't ruined that sight line yet. Thank goodness they haven't done that because there's a lot of things that they've kind of maybe the Disney management has kind of maybe overlooked <laughs> recently, but that they haven't. They haven't built anything in front of it. It's absolutely amazing. Love the smell of it too. It's got a mm-hmm. Nepali's got its its own distinct smell as well. But uh, look, it, it's it's not perfect, right? Uh, the uh, Tambu Lounge kind of intermixes with the ohana you know waiting area and it's kind of a mess up there a little bit but the theming is great it's still fun the fact that you still get like a plastic lay when you, you check in the staff is great the cast members are great it's just it's a cool all-around vibe uh and there's nothing like it uh and it'll be interesting to see what the dvc poly tower quote unquote when it's finished is like but right now the og poly uh it's high on our list nostalgia reasons Mostly, but the fact that you get that Cinderella's castle view is absolutely amazing. So that's why it's a high analyst at number. Three. So here you go. Can I go and give it to you, Joe? And we don't know anything. Okay. This is just me off off the cuff. You know, whenever we saw the Grand Flow DVC Tower come in, we of course got the Mary Poppins fountains. You just have if if no one's ever been in them before, you literally have two cast members at legit desk, like not at a desk like you would think of at a front desk of a hotel. They're just at desks when you walk in to check in. Um, and it's kind of, kind of unique right there. I believe it'll be the exact same at the poly DVC, except for it'll be Moana. It'll be something to do with Moana, a Moana fountain, uh, something of that nature. And I think it'll be the same exact layout. I don't think we'll have a front desk, front desk. I think it'll just be a couple desks, a couple cast members. And that's just the way it'll be. Yeah. I think you're right. They'll probably stay Lilo and stitch. Lilo and stitch. The there side you go. And then- yep. No, no, but no, they'll probably go with Moana on the newer side because that's the more popular oh, franchise right now. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of shoving Moana everywhere. Yeah. I mean, so it's very popular with this generation. So that makes a ton of sense. They would have, and they listen, they would have all of their Polynesian, Hawaiian, tropical franchises kind of covered. My mom sent me a picture. Uh, I sent it, I sent it last episode when we were recording. I'll send it to you too, Joe, of me and her when I was like turning like 13 at the Luau. And whenever I think about the new DVC tower, I get a little bummed because that luau was really, really special. Like I really enjoyed that. I used to go to church at Luau Cove uh, back in the eighties. Uh, my grandmother used to take me there. They had different denomination services over the, you know, at different times over the years. I used to go to Catholic mass with my grandmother uh, while on vacation at Luau Cove. That's what, you know, those are some of the first memories I have of Luau Cove. Great place to walk around in that kind of area of the Polynesian. Uh, and it's just kind of a shame that it's kind of gone now. I'm, we're watching it all rise in, in real time uh, online. But at the same time, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. And that is a fantastic photo you just How about that me. thing, man? Um, <laughs> yeah, we need to put that up in the... That might be my pick of the week this pick week. Pick of the week. So. Pick of the week. Uh, I'll put that on the group. Uh, as soon as I get off here, I'll put that in the group. So that way it'll be up there. Nice soccer shoes, Thanks, by the man. Way. Wearing those Sambas. You know what's up. Yeah, Yeah, man. dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, the poly is... It's it really is second to none. It's funny because you and I talk to a lot of people. We book a lot of vacations throughout the year. And I either hear one of two things. I hear people say, I really want to stay on the monorail loop. And I think the poly is my number one choice. And it it always tends to be the poly. It's never the contemporary. It's never the Grand Floridian. It's always the poly is the number one choice if they're wanting to stay at deluxe on the monorail loop. Or it's someone who says, "Um, you know what? I'm going to go moderate, you know, um, resort for this trip. We're going to be in the parks a lot. But Someday I'm going to stay at the Poly. Like the Poly is on, I would say, 90% of Disney guests' minds, whether you're planning to stay there, you know, in the next couple of years or planning to stay there just at some point throughout your Disney life. 
Yep. I actually booked someone uh, at the poly uh, just today. So, I mean, uh, again, it's, it, it is, it is one of my favorite resorts. It is the first deluxe resort we went to. So actually, do you want to hear a quick Dan is really cheap well, story I when you were talking stories. about spirit yeah. of Aloha show? So, so I, I've only been to the spirit of Aloha show one time and, you know, we loved it. We were there, had a great time. I was there with my in-laws uh, and about, Five minutes before, like the end of the show was going to come, and you know the you know the the fire dancer was going to come out, and the, the base basically the main part of the show was going to happen. Uh, storms came in, so they kind of delayed it for a little bit. Long story short, they ended up having to cut the the whole the whole show short. They said, "Hey, I apologize, just due to weather, we're going to have to end the show tonight." Uh, and but we're going to give you a fifty percent discount on your on your spirit of Aloha dining experience. So here's me thinking, well, heck, this was a pretty good show to begin with, and I'm getting 50% off. It was fantastic. So sadly though, I never got to see the whole show. Oh. So I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> but no, but the <laughs> right. But no, the poly, we love the poly. Uh, like I said, it was the first deluxe resort we we stayed at. So really it was the first like Disney resort smell that I remember. And that's why it's probably one of my favorites. Love the smell there. I love the lobby just because it is a central hub. You know, you have Tambu Lounge, you have Ohana, you have Captain Cooks right there. You have Trader Sam's, you have Dole Whips right outside the door there. I mean, it is. And, and then Kona. Kona is one of my favorite places for breakfast. So, I mean, again, love that. And then the Mo- uh, uh, the Maui statue, mm-hmm. which I actually stumbled upon a 2015 article on resortloop.com by one Joe uh, Quattrochi that that talked about that statue. I mean, again, that statue is awesome. I think every time I've been in there, we've stood in front of that statue and taken a picture. So, I mean, again, love the poly. I'm glad you found that article, Dan. I remember doing some research on that. People just to call him Tiki Man. And I'm like, he actually had a name. And it's I'm glad it's actually out there now that his name is Maui, the god of the sun, you know? So uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I love... uh, uh, funny story is every time my wife walks into uh, the poly lobby, she always just stares at his butt. She's like, "Look at his little coolie there." <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will, I will share that article when coolie, the, when this so. episode drops. <laughs> so this yeah, the little coolie, I like it. Uh, I love it. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, well, let's let's head on. I think these next two could be interchangeable as well for one and two, and they really are the most impressive lobbies on Walt Disney World property. I do not think anyone can disagree with either one of these and of course i am talking about animal kingdom lodge jumbo coming in at number two joe larger than life you walk in you know six seven stories tall you know as far as the roofs you know when you walk in massive window in the back looking out over the savannah uh with the vines going through the window you've got the fire pits You've got the artwork. You a lot of times have performers that are either doing woodworking or, you know, or were on the drums. It is the lobby itself. You can smell the food coming from downstairs. Uh, you can hear the sounds, you know, uh, of the lobby itself. It is unbelievable. For those people who have never been to Animal Kingdom Lodge Jumbo Joe, they have to go. This is worth a trip oh, out there just to experience this lobby it's it's absolutely incredible it's i mean it's a lobby where there's cast members that are assigned to talk about the artifacts i mean what what hotel lobby what resort lobby does that the fact that it's got my this is my favorite my two favorite parts of jumbo's lobby is number one is i love the giant window in the back that you just described but i love the suspension bridge that crosses from one side of the lobby to the other i 
I've been on record saying I was not the biggest fan of the rooms at Animal Kingdom. They're a little bit dark for me. Mm-hmm. Like the, the woods, the colors are a little bit dark for me, but doesn't mean I don't love the resort. The resort is absolutely amazing. We stayed there during COVID, all right, when they just opened. There wasn't a soul in that lobby. I remember standing on top of that suspension bridge just taking pictures of the lobby on both sides because there wasn't a soul in there. Absolutely beautiful. The artwork, everything hanging from the ceiling. I mean, this is a Joe Rody special. I mean, this is this is about as close to Alani as you're going to get as well. I yeah. mean, the the lobby out in Hawaii is. I mean, it's this is breathtaking. I mean, number one obviously is a really they're interchangeable on our list, but this lobby is again. This is one of those lobbies that you want to take a first timer to Walt Disney would be like, "Yo, check this out. This is this is this is what Disney Imagineering is at its finest." And I can't get enough of the suspension bridge. I could just stand on that thing all day and just watch if people watch. It's it's amazing. And when you get that giant window there, you get the sun setting because it kind of faces west a little bit. Breathtaking views, especially in the summertime. Um, yeah, it's 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 awesome. Suspension bridge I mean, is what, fifth I, floor? honestly fifth or fourth. Uh, one, two, three. I think it's one, it's third floor from the picture I'm looking at right now. It might be fifth overall if you go downstairs. Yeah. Fourth or fifth. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, you mentioned Alani. So as someone who's been to Alani, as someone who will be back at Alani very soon, um, Alani's lobby is breathtaking. You walk in and you can it's an open, instead of having the window in the back, it's open. And you can look straight through to the ocean and to the pools and everything like that. With that said, even though you're in Hawaii and you're seeing these just stunning views, Animal Kingdom Lodge is better. Jumbo House is better than the Alani lobby. It's also bigger. It's much bigger. It's much, bigger. much, much bigger. It's much bigger, yeah. Um, and I think that says something because it's hard to beat a lobby at a Disney resort uh, in Hawaii. I mean, you know what I mean? It's That's how good this lobby is. Dan, From uh, Christmas time at Animal Kingdom Lodge may be th- – I think this probably is the best tree on Disney property – um, the way it's decorated, the way it fits in in the lobby itself, it's it's stunning. Uh, this lobby has the gift shops, incredible. Uh, it has really everything to offer. Yep, I think one of the reasons I like our top two the most is because of Christmas time, because they have just absolutely humongous Christmas trees in that main lobby there. Um, I've never stayed at Animal Kingdom uh, for for stay, but I've been there a number of times. Actually, I was talking to uh, Jacob Moore. Uh, just this last week about, you know, if, if I ever did a resort only stay like this is this is the exact resort that I, you know, that you would love to stay at just because, again, like, you know, we stayed at the, at, at the Riviera again. Great resort to do that. But I mean, Animal Kingdom would be a perfect like resort only stay. I mean, there's so much to do there. The pools there are great. The lobby there is incredible. So many restaurants that are right across or, you know, right off the lobby there. Uh, Victoria Falls Lounge. Uh, that was my first experience there last week. That was great. You know, it, and it just kind of feels like you're it, like everyone's everyone's there. Like it was a very loud. I mean, maybe if that's not what you're in for, like, is this like loud atmosphere at Victoria Falls? Because everyone's right there. But again, it was a really cool experience. My only downfall with Animal Kingdom is its location. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't like the fact that it's a little bit, you know, off the beaten path. But again, that lobby is absolutely incredible. You know, what's funny, too, is Joe, see if you agree with me. If you put Jumbo Lobby in Kadani Resort, it may be my favorite resort on Disney property. Yeah, 
I mean, because the Kidani lobby has got a lot to. It's not bad. It's, fine. it's pretty good, but it's fine. But but I mean, the way the resort is laid out, uh, I I would tend to agree with that. I just like the I pool with Kidani better. Yeah, the pool is definitely better, Kadani. And they have the splash pad, and I like the pool bar better. I just, you know, it's like it's a trade off. Yeah, it is trade off. But you can go back and forth. That's a good thing. They have the the inner inner the you know the bus or the the the, the van that goes just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, which my dad could didn't you have a great didn't, could not figure it out. I said, didn't you have a story yeah, about dude, that? My dad just kept getting off a of jumbo. We were staying at Kadani, and he would call me, and he'd be at the room. It'd be like four thirty two, and he'd be like, my my magic band's not working, and I'm like, you're at jumbo. He's like, what? Like, you're at Jumbo. I was like, get in the van and come back over. And then he would get in the van, but he wouldn't get out for Kidani. He would just go back to Jumbo and he would get out and go back in the lobby. And he just could not <laughs> figure it story. out, man. He was just constantly lost all week long. And finally, I, he goes, I'm just going to walk it. I'm like, it's it's not a short hike. I mean, it's like 15 minute walk. Um, he's, a, you know, he's a little bit older. And uh, yeah, he, he yeah he had a, he had a t- I thought we were gonna have to put out a silver alert just on uh, on uh, silver alert <laughs> on uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge property over there. So we were gonna find him one way or the other. Um, well, let's let's move on to number one. I I've been recently pushing more and more people to stay here. One, it's I think it's a hidden gem as far as price for a deluxe resort. And two, this is moved up my list relatively quickly because I was spending a lot more time at this resort and not the fact that I'm a guest there, but I've been going there to eat and just to hang out and uh, enjoy what they have. And I am talking about our number one lobby on Disney property. It is second to none. It is unbelievably uh, amazing because of everything it has to offer. And I am talking about something you cannot get anywhere else in central Florida and that is the lobby of Wilderness Lodge. Joe, it's unbelievable what Disney has done when it sits just a few miles away from the Magic Kingdom. So I've always talked about how much I love, you know, the, going to the Contemporary, the Polynesian, the Grand Floridian, and, and they're, it's great. But for some reason, whenever I go to Wilderness Lodge still, I still get giddy. Mm-hmm. I've only stayed here once back in 2007. I haven't had a chance to stay here again. Every time we try to get DVC for Boulder Ridge, it's just it's always booked up. But this resort just gets to me for some reason. It's amazing. This lobby is unbelievable. I mean, I, we all know that the the Christmas tree and the Christmas decorations here at Christmas are, are second to none. It's like a giant Lincoln Log set. I mean, it really is. The, the, the giant totem poles inside of this lobby, the fact that there's like resort rooms that overlook the lobby, like there's kind of like those inside walkways. You, you, you're smelling uh, the restaurant. You're smelling. Uh, oh, I'm having a brain fart right now. Well, um, Artist Point. Art, uh, not Artist Point. Um, Whispering Canyon. Whispering Canyon. Thank you, guys. It's been a long day. Whispering Canyon. <laughs> all the, the commotion going on there. You know, we're past the catch up. It, the everything from the resort signage. And I believe this is the only resort that actually has its own mascot. It's that bear. Yep. And one of the cast members was telling me the story about it the last time I was there. Um, and I can't remember the bear's name, but it's it's on like, they sell it on the merchandise. It's like inside the uh, the Wilderness Lodge uh, sundry shop there. It, it's just, an, and the fact that the, uh, the the geyser kind of starts from inside the lobby and flows outside, there's so much going on in this lobby. It, it, it gets me giddy. It honestly does. And the best part is, is if you ever have a problem with the lights, 
our good friend Rick Reagan will keep him on for you because he works over there. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm... So we actually, when we did the Tron preview, we we parked over there and uh, we took a, a boat and uh, it's just, it's an awesome resort. I mean, and the fact that the cabins are there too, it's got everything. And and it's, yes, it's in the Magic Kingdom area and it's not in the hustle and bustle of the monorail loop, but I think that's part of its, its charm that it's kind of set aside a little bit. It's an awesome resort. It is most one of the most amazing lobbies I've ever seen. One of my favorite lobbies, and that's why it's number one on our list. I mean, I'm I'm rambling right now. I just, I love it that much. I always say I love Saratoga and all this stuff, but this lobby is amazing. So it's why it's number one for our list. Lots of hidden Mickey's. If you ever want to go find hidden Mickey's, lots of hidden Mickey's around this lobby. Eighty foot tall fireplace in this lobby, and eighty. Yep. Foot tall fireplace. Um, the chandeliers are incredible. I mean, the TP chandeliers are, are just beautiful. Lots of seating. It's very um, welcoming and inviting. And if, especially if you have a group, uh, we were actually speaking of Rick Reagan. We were traveling with the Reagans, and we both were staying at Wilderness Lodge. And uh, you know, we would meet up downstairs, and it's just, it's just, it really is second to none, Dan, when you walk in. And one of my favorite aspects of this lobby, and I don't think people realize it when they first see it, especially if you don't go explore the resort, is you'll see a kind of a bubbling geyser, bubbling brook kind of in the lobby area. Right next to the DVC uh, uh, area right there where you can go talk about DVC or across from Artist Point check-in desk. Little do people know that that little bubbling brook, that little geyser, that is not taken off yet. It fills and it goes and it turns into a waterfall and actually empties into the main pool of Wilderness Lodge. It starts in the lobby and ends in the pool. Dan, this lobby's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Love, 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 love this lobby. I mean, uh, I've never stayed here, but I've been here numerous times because we've gone to Whispering Canyon. Uh, a number of times we've gone, uh, you know, kind of resort hopping, checking out Christmas decorations. So, so love it at Christmas time. But I mean, this this resort is like Disney theming at its finest. Like when I when I'm in this resort, when I walk outside, like I'm expecting to be like in the Pacific Northwest, and there's going to be like a little snow on the ground or whatever. Like it, you, you don't even feel like you're at Disney anymore when you when you're in this lobby for a short period of time. So again. Again, there's no doubt that this is the number one uh, on our list, and I absolutely love the wilderness. Um, it's Sister Resort, Grand Californian out in Disneyland. Absolutely beautiful. Um, if you've not got a hold of us, you can go check out the Grand Californian out there. We're going to be out there for DDP today, uh, family vacation, July 13th through the 17th, and we're looking forward to uh, getting you there. Uh, get a hold of the show at awaywithmetravel.com, and we will get you booked for that amazing trip. Just had a couple more people booked this week. Super excited to see everybody there, but this lobby is unbelievably uh, 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 it has to be number one. It is, it is just an incredible, incredible space. Yeah. And if you guys get out to, you know, Disney world or even to uh, Disneyland out to the grand Californian, you know, take some pictures, you know, I'm a resort guy. I love to see pictures of resorts and everybody having a good time on their, on their track, on their trips and, and having a good time with their families. And uh, if you're not a member of our uh, DDP family Facebook page, go ahead and uh, join us over there at the DDP today, a uh, uh, podcast, Facebook page and uh, post some pictures over there. And for that, it brings us to our picks of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. It's time for us to get our picks of the week. All right, Justin. So uh, I'll go to you for our first pick of the week. I love it. I'm I'm gonna I'm going to pick an easy one for me because I got to spend a lot of time with these people. 
because I had the pleasure of booking and planning their first ever Disney cruise. And I am talking about the Smallies. Uh, they are right now, as we record, they are out to sea. Like they are on board and they are having a great time. But Brian posted just eight hours ago. He said, our first Disney cruise ever. We are having an amazing time. Thank you, Justin Suter, for setting us up. More pictures to come. And they have pictures of some of my play- favorite places on board from uh, um, they're in Cozumel. They're by the pool. They rented some boats. Um, they're having dinner in the pool uh, right there by the Grand Staircase. And, of course, with Minnie. Uh, just creating those memories that last a lifetime. That's what this is all about. That's why we all love Disney. And I just want to say thank you um, to the Smallies for allowing me to be a part of their vacation. And uh, I we had so many great nights. And he, if he was here, he'd tell you. Just hanging out, chatting. You know, we would do zooms or we would do phone calls, and we would just chat about about their cruise and make sure that they were ready to rock and roll for their first one. It looks like they're really having a great time. So, thank you guys. That sounds awesome. We love when our DDP family shares their you know family trips with us on our Facebook page. So that's awesome. So, thank you, Justin. Dan, what do you got for your pick of the week? Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Tracy and Alan Curtis. They are actually at Disney right now. Actually, oh, they said yesterday we found not one, but three characters we had never seen before at Hollywood Studios. Today, we're going to be in Springs. And tonight, which right now, they are going to be at Whispering Canyon. So, you know, go figure. They're going to be at over at the Wilderness Lodge right now. Uh, I am super impressed, though, by they had a picture of uh, it looks like their daughter with the Mandalorian and Grogu. Like when I was there last week, it was a absolute mob trying to get anywhere near him. Like there were, gosh, there must have been 40 or 50 people surrounding him and they got like a, a standalone picture with him. So I'm super impressed. I don't know if they kind of caught him as he was coming out, but either way, uh, super impressed by that. Awesome picture. That is my picture. Well, they also have a picture that with Frozone, awesome. Joe. Frozone. Where's my oh, Frozone's super actually pretty suit? Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joe, what's your picture? He's one of the more, he's one of the more underrated He really characters. is. Uh, Incredibles, yeah. Uh, my pick of the week goes to uh Cami Doffy. She is uh road tripping from Houston to San Antonio in Texas and made a stop, made a obligatory stop at our favorite unofficial DDP uh truck stop, which is Bucky's. Uh, she says, When we got back in the car, episode 217 was on and we were talking about the quote unquote beaver place. So, how far we have all come here and we are all Bucky's converts. So, uh, that made my heart smile when I saw the picture of her and her son in front of the Bucky statue in uh, Texas. So, for that, Kimmy gets my pick. Well, of the Joe, week. it all started with you, brother. You spoke the good word of our little beaver friend there. Uh, and I went, you know, <laughs> I stopped at Bucky's for the first time calling you and, and uh, telling you how much I loved it. Just right now, I'm sitting at my desk and what do I have? Yeah, Bucky's Bucky Coasters. sitting right here, keeping my keeping my desk nice and clear of uh, of rings. Um, love that. I, it, I, it's funny she put it. She was like, "It really is like the Walt Disney World stop." It, it, I mean, a hundred percent. Like you have to stop at Bucky's if you're driving into Disney. Um, that absolutely, it's like the Emporium. Man. <laughs> it's like the Emporium. Get some beaver nuggets and you know head off to Disney. Get everything you want there, man. It's great. I love it. Uh, well, guys, I tell you what, it's been an awesome show. The one thing that everyone loves whenever you first walk in your first experience is the lobby of your resort and you get to go in you get to experience it and there are incredible lobbies no matter what resort you stay at disney has done a fantastic job um telling a story for that resort through the lobby and we love those but this was our top 10 we're excited to hear what you think so go over right now to ddp today facebook family join and let us know your thoughts about our top 10 
Should there be a different resort at your number one? Can't wait to hear it. These are great conversation starters around the dinner table on drives with the family. So keep it Disney in your own life and use this and chat about it and then let us know what you come up with. Uh, lots of cool stuff coming up. We've got some awesome shows. Uh, of course, Split Stays, DDP News with Cat Dupree. We've also got, of course, the great Two Men and the Mouse have joined over at YDF Media. Working on a couple other announcements. We're super excited about those. will be coming out real soon. And, of course, DDP Today, Disneyland Vacation. Get a hold of a show at awaywithmetravel.com. And we will see you in Disneyland this July. Boys, I can't tell you how excited I was to get on the record tonight um, to see you guys and chat a little bit about Disney. Let's close it up and let's head over to Patron uh, where we're going to have some great conversations over there. Dan, starting with you. No, great show. I'm glad I made it through here. And, you know, I had to mute myself numerous times just to uh, blow my nose and, and cough a little bit. But, you know, I just love talking about these resorts. It kind of makes me miss being at Disney because, again, I love some of these lobbies. Uh, and yeah, can't wait for Patreon. You're up next. Love it. Uh, the great Mr. Joe Q. Brother, I've missed you. I'm so excited to see that smiling face. It is a beacon of shining light, much like much of these lobbies are. It makes my heart very happy. And uh, let's close this up. Head over to Patreon, man. Have some fun. Well, thank you, man. First of all, Dan, you just stole my he tagline did. there, I man. I just, I just saw he that. Did it. <laughs> I did not like that. I'm <laughs> just kidding, man. No, man. Sorry. It's, it's, Sorry. It's, no, man. It's all good, brother. Uh, it's great to be back, man. I, I know my schedule's been crazy. I've been like telling Justin, like, let's record on Tuesday, man. I got, you know, I'm tied up with bowling on Mondays and Wednesdays. So I'm almost done. League is almost done. So I'll be on more shows. Uh, but I'm so glad this show is so in my wheelhouse. It was a lot of fun. Uh, miss Mike and Dave. I know uh, Dave was working late tonight. Mike had some family business, but uh, miss those guys tonight. But uh, looking forward to Patreon. So Patreon, stand by. You guys there are on you, Now you got the real one. You can get that fake stuff from Dan. There you go, Patreon family. Uh, DDP family, have an amazing week. Spread some cheer. Smile. And I can't wait to see you next week when we do this all again. Have a good one, everybody. Have a good night. On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder. And that is a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.